Hello and welcome to the Empowered Legacy podcast. I am Louise Ann, your host and the founder of Willows and Daisies, helping people to build confidence and empower themselves. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Empowered Legacy. Um, In today's episode, I'm going to be speaking to you about leaving the corporate career. So this is something that is very new to me. So I've only left my corporate career in the past month. Um, But I want to speak to you not from a place of this is what I did and this is how I got through it all, but more kind of an understanding that this is what I am currently going through, these are my current experiences and this is what I have learned so far in this journey. So if you are going through something um, where you are making a big choice like leaving a career, then listen up and um, let's see if there's anything in this podcast that can actually help you. So I think the first thing that I actually need to talk about is, is kind of when making a big choice, um, like leaving a career, then what you really need to know is the path. So how did you get here? What was the motivation that got you to this point that you had this job, this career? You know, what was the driving force behind it? Um, and understanding that really helped me make make better choices and understand why I had let my life drift the way that I had. So I am a part qualified accountant. Um, I have my AAT qualification and I've done various SEMA exams, although I've not got the qualification yet. Never will. It doesn't drive me anymore. Um, But looking back at it, the, the driving force behind me actually going into accountancy and applying for that was really associated to the whole need and desire to control and understand money. So my father was appalling when it came to money. He was absolutely diabolical and it left my family in a really, really difficult place. So from him going bankrupt for quarter of a million pounds, the business going under, we lost two houses. It was a really, really hard time. It was kind of like everything collapsed. And not only that, but he had gone bankrupt through the business and he had named all of us on the business. So my mother then, all of the debts fell to her. And if she had have gone bankrupt, the debts would have fallen to my eldest sister and then to my next sister, and then eventually to me, because the debt would have still been around, or or kind of like it wouldn't have surpassed the date that they could chase us for it by the time I turned 16. So my mum continued to pay off these debts, and we lived in poverty so that she could keep making these repayments for my father's inability to look after his money. Um, And we lived in poverty for some time because of it, And I think that always haunted me. Um, And this, it was like a black cloud that kind of loomed over us, this debt that we we had to pay back and it wasn't ours. And it 
It was something that actually followed me through and this need and desire to control and understand money was born from this fear of it. So in order to be able to no longer fear it and to be able to manage it, I ended up going into accountancy. It's very logical. It's very easy for me. I I enjoy maths and it is a very logical kind of job. You know, that if you put all of the numbers in the right place, it balances, it works. So that was very satisfying. So it wasn't that taxing for me to actually push through and do that. So the the driving force behind me having a career in accountancy was based on my fear. And then what kept me there was, you know, the, the wage wasn't that bad and it was a standard job, you know, I I could get jobs pretty easily. I mean, when I was unemployed or if I did leave a job, then I was able to find another job really quickly. Um, And in the meantime, I could always temp. So I could always have a temporary job and work as an agency for companies for short period of times to tide me over. There was always jobs that I could do and I could apply it to many different places. And so that was always very comforting to know that I had that security. And so that was that was the motivation that actually got me to that point that I had this career that didn't bring me joy. So it didn't bring me joy, but it brought me security and it brought me a comfort over controlling my fears or something that I feared. It didn't sort out my negative relationship with money. That is something that I had to work on. But it certainly gave me an understanding and an able to uh, an ability to control money and finances, even if it was other people's. So I think the first thing is the motivation as to what was the driving force in your life that actually got you to the point that you are in. And understanding that will help you make choices going forward from a more aligned place. So I think the next question that you really need to figure out is what don't you like? It's very easy to turn around and say, okay, well, I don't like my job, but what aspects of your job don't you like? I think for a very long time, what tied me over in the jobs that I had, and one of the things that I did like, which is going to be the next question, but it was, um, so you can do the two in one. So what do you like and what don't you like about your job or whatever situation you are in. And for a very long time, although the job was monotonous and it wasn't that taxing, it wasn't that difficult, I could just carry on and do it. It wasn't, it didn't challenge me. It didn't make me happy. It didn't bring me joy. It was just somewhere to go and get the job done and then leave. For many, many years, it was the people that I worked with that actually made the job bearable. It was the it was the team that I worked with and the camaraderie and you know when I got divorced the people that I worked with were actually my greatest allies they were my biggest support I saw them every single day and they got me through the week there will be positives about the job otherwise you would have left it by now. 
So what is it that you actually like about it? And what is it that you don't like? So although I didn't like the job itself, I enjoyed the teams that I worked with. And I think that was the difference and what kind of the straw that broke the camel's back this time was the team that I worked with in the job that I had changed dramatically. The camaraderie that we had was no longer there. And that, for me, took away one of the only positive aspects that I actually had about my job. Instead of feeling like I had friends that I was going to see on a regular basis, it started being somewhere where I felt isolated and bullied. And so when the camaraderie had left, then I didn't have anything that I actually enjoyed about that job anymore. So, you know, the the things that I didn't like, that list grew and it didn't have any redeeming features. So when you know what's got you to the point that you're at, what you don't like about it and what you do like about it, rather than labelling it all under one banner of I don't like my job or I don't like this situation, separating it out and analysing it so that you can really figure out what you do and don't like, then the next step that you need to do is you need to figure out what brings you joy. So if you weren't going to do this, what are you going to do? It's very easy to say that, you know, oh, if I didn't have to work, then I wouldn't, I just lie on a beach somewhere but in actual fact most of us wouldn't if money wasn't an object and if we didn't actually have to consider our wages or other aspects what would you do in fact what I'm doing is is what I would do the business that I run now it makes me feel good I don't do it for the money. It's not about income streams or anything else. I actually just really, really love it. It feels good. Coaching is something that I have always done. It is a role that I have always played in my friendships. My partner used to joke with me that um, I didn't have friendships. I had pet projects because the number of times that I would have somebody coming to my life for a short period of time um, and I would be there supporting them through this difficult patch that they were going through and then when they were at the other side and they were all better they would disappear out of my life and you know just go oh there goes another pet project and um, it is one of those aspects that coaching is something that I've always done I've just never charged for it so it makes me feel good I enjoy it I love it I love the transformation in people's lives and I love helping people and I love I love it when somebody actually finds the strength or you just see it click and suddenly something they've been struggling with so long just makes sense to them and you know that 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 understanding that they now have is going to transform their life that you have given them like the key to their superpower and now they just have to go off and use it and that 
that is amazing and I love it and I don't think I'm ever going to grow tired of it and even if it wasn't about being financially compensated for it, I think it's something that I would always do. So find something that brings you joy. What is it that if if it wasn't about finances, if it wasn't about money, what would you do? What would you do to fill your time? There's a lot of hours in a week and if money wasn't an object, what would you do with them? And if you can't think that far, then write a list of things that bring you joy. What do you like? Learn to to see things that you enjoy and that bring happiness into your life as possibilities. If you're going to be doing a job and if you are going to be spending so much time doing something, shouldn't it really be connected to something that you enjoy rather than something that you loathe? So figure out what brings you joy. And then you need to do probably one of the most, I wouldn't say difficult, but perilous steps, which is follow others and be inspired. Now, this is something that we all can fall into the trap of following others and comparing. Now, there is a very, very different energy when you follow somebody and you feel good and see what they have achieved as a possibility for yourself as opposed to when you are following somebody and you see them as competition. Nobody else in the world is my competition because I am the only person with my experience and my perceptions and my ability to put things the way that I have. I am the only person that has lived this life. I'm the only person that coaches the way that I do. I am one and myself and nobody else is ever going to be able to take that away from me. This is my business and I run it the way that I want to and I coach the way I want to and my clients come to me because of who I am. No one else is ever going to be competition because no one else is ever going to be me. So being able to view other life coaches and other confidence coaches and seeing their work I'm not seeing them as competition. I see them as my allies. I see them as my inspiration. I see them achieve things and I look at what I'm achieving. I go, do you know what? I can do that too. They inspire me and they drive me to do more, to try harder, to push myself that little bit further. And that's what you need to do. You need to find people that make you want to reach for more, that make you want to try that bit harder. And they may be doing what you want to do, or they may just be people that make you feel like your possibilities are endless. But you need to be inspired. You can't reach for the life you deserve while comparing it to everybody else's and criticizing yourself or feeling jealous. Any negative feelings that you have about your life are not going to drive you forward. 
You need to be driven forward by love and by passion and by desire. You need to be excited and feel good and positive and feel bloody amazing about what you can achieve. And that happens by being inspired. So you need to be inspired by people. Find people to be inspired by. And what you need to bear in mind is no matter what the choices you are making, no matter where you are in your life at the moment, or or what big obstacle you are trying to overcome, what big choice you are trying to make, is that it's okay to choose again. If you are scared of starting a business because you're worried that you're going to make the wrong choice in the beginning, don't be scared because you can choose again. I know many, many successful people that have pivoted their business and they've moved on to doing something different after they've set up a business. So they'll set up with one idea and one concept and then they'll pivot and they'll end up doing something different. It doesn't make them any less successful now. They learnt a lot from the business that didn't work and they've managed to achieve more in the one that has because of it. If you are making a decision or a choice, it's kind of like when I was when I was first looking for jobs or my career path, I did a foundation run apprenticeship in bar work because I wanted to run my own cocktail bar. And then I decided that I wanted to have my own accountancy firm. Um, And so I was going to have my own business running an accountancy firm. And now I am an empowerment and confidence coach. I'm a life coach. And that's different again. It doesn't mean that this is any less of a success because of the choices I made because of the time I was a barmaid or because of the time that I studied accountancy and with this business I mean when I I I did this business quite backwards when I first set up I figured out the name I wanted before I figured out anything else I mean my favorite tree is a willow and my favorite flower is a daisy and that is where the name comes from and what they mean to me is is different and the reason I like them is part and parcel of of the kind of what the company is now but at the time when I made the choice on the name it was literally just because that's my favorite tree that's my favorite flower no other depth no no kind of like deep and meaningful that was it and I looked I went to the autumn fair at the NEC back when you could I looked into all of these different options and I was trying to figure out what was right for me. Um, and then I then I realised that the answer was there under my nose all along. Because all of the time that I was looking at all of these different options, I was doing all of my work on my own mindset. I was doing all of the processes. I was doing all of the studying and the investigating. I was reading all of the books and the... Um, the blog posts and all of this kind of thing. I was listening to Audible and podcasts um, about work you can do. I was watching the YouTube videos and, and doing all of that aspect. And I was doing all of this healing for myself. And I, at that time, I never even considered that 
what I was looking for was right underneath my nose the entire time, but it was. So even if you do have an uncertainty, even if you are worried about making the wrong choice, then no, it's okay to choose again. There's an old saying, um, whatever is for you won't pass you. So if something doesn't work out and it does fall through, then just accept that wasn't for you and better is coming. Something better is coming. It's okay to feel scared and it's okay to feel uncertain about it. It's a scary thing. It's a scary time. And I know because I'm, I'm going through it. I'm at that point now. But I know without a doubt that this is, this is one of the greatest things that has ever happened to me. And my life is going to be transformed for the better because of it. This is a liberation. And I have to face my fears. I have to overcome my limiting beliefs. And I have to do all of the work that I teach. I have to practice what I teach. And I know it's how I'm going to be able to keep this business afloat while I go through this transition. It's how I'm going to continue to grow my business. It's how I'm going to continue to serve my clients. And it's how I'm going to continue to show up for you lot. I'm going to keep doing the work on myself. And... I'm going to be able to do that a lot more now and to a higher degree because I have shed shed the chains that were holding me back. I am now free to go all in and follow my passion and do what I love. So that is what I'm going to do. If you have any questions about anything I've covered in this podcast, if you would like to talk to me or reach out to me, please know that you can. And there is always the option of letting me know your thoughts. Um, I hope you have an incredible day, evening, whatever you, wherever you are, whatever you are doing. And I will speak to you soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. If you did, please remember to subscribe and share the love on social media. If you want to tag me in it, it's Willows and Daisies UK on Instagram, Willows and Daisies on Facebook. And you can always jump into the group, The Empowered Legacy on Facebook, where you can usually find me hanging out. I hope to see you soon. Take care. And uh, until next time. Bye.